What's up? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Hi! So today we're going to be talking about an extremely disgusting case. Oh, great. Um, I tried to record this case in one of our first few um, episodes, right? But I mm. couldn't even get through like half the research. Oh, no. It was nauseating. Like, oh, no. If I had like words to describe it, like just gruesome, disgusting, savage, like just pure gross, pure evil. Oh, great. This is going to be a fun case to do. You know why? Why? Because kids are involved. Oh, God. No. <laughs> no. Yep. No. 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 So, today we're going to be talking about a case that happened in Singapore in 1979. Mm. And this is the Gelang Baru family murder. Oh, no. I don't like the sound of that. Let's get into it, okay? Okay. Before we start, I just want to say, like, there's something so unsettling about unsolved cases, and this is an unsolved case. Oh, so, um, the person could still be out there, huh? Anywhere, <laughs> listening to this podcast. <laughs> yep, yep. So, let's talk about the Tan family, okay? Okay. We have a perfectly beautiful family, a mom, a dad, and four beautiful kids, okay? Okay. We have Mr. Tan, Tan Quen Chai, and we have Mrs. Tan, who is Lee Mei Ling, and we have the eldest son, who's only 10 years old. Oh no, they are young, Tan Kok Peng, and then after him is an 8-year-old brother, Tan Kok Hin, and after that, a 6-year-old boy, Tan Kok Soon, and finally, the little baby girl, Tan Chin Ni. How old is she? 5 years old. 5 years. Yeah. Oh no, they're all so young. Super young, right? Mm-hmm. There's not much backstory to this um case, but we'll just start on the day of the murder, okay? Okay. It's 6th of January, 1979. The unfaithful, horrific, just the worst day ever, okay? Okay. It was morning, you know, 6.30am, the parents, Mr. and Mrs. Tan, left home. Now, they operate a mini bus service. Ooh, that's so cute. Yeah, that's so cute. So, in the mornings, right, they have two shifts usually. The uh-huh. first shift is sending kids to school. Uh-huh. So, fetching them from their house bus stops and then yeah. sending them to school. Yeah. And the second shift is going to the dormitories and fetching the workers uh-huh. and bringing them to the site. Okay, that's cool, okay. yeah. So, they have a little break in the middle, right? And this break is usually around, I guess, 7, 10 a.m., Mm. And before um, picking up the next batch, they usually go to a coffee shop and make a phone call to wake the kids up for school. That's so cute. They're so wholesome. Yeah. They're such like a cute family. Yeah. And so the day started, they picked up the kids and they were on their way to school. And Mrs. Tan went to Mr. Tan. Mr. Tan is the bus driver, by the way. And uh-huh. Mrs. Tan is the bus auntie. They're so cute. Yeah, I know. That's so adorable. So she They're such over. goals. So I love them already. Yeah. <laughs> so she went over to him and she said, right, like, hey, I need to call the kids, like, um, now, can you stop somewhere? Then Mr. Tan was like, so early, you usually do it after we finish the shift, like, why can't you wait? And she's like, no, 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 today I need to inform them something more important, which is like the money issues. So it's like, Mrs. Tan left some cash for them to get some stuff, you know? Oh, okay, okay. And so she just wanted to call a little bit earlier ahead and inform them. Yeah. And so Mrs. Tan was like, okay, fine, no worries. Like, yeah, just uh, here, I'll stop you here. Like, hurry up, the kids are waiting. Yeah. And so she went, she made the phone call, but they didn't pick up. And so she tried a few more times, but they just didn't pick up. So she just went on the bus and she went 
to Miss Satan and say like, hey, you know what? The kids aren't picking up. And Miss Satan was like, what? That's so strange. Then Mrs. Tan was like, nah, it's fine. Just like, let's carry on. I'll call them in the shift change, you know? Yeah. And so he was like, okay, that sounds okay. Um, and so once they were done sending all the kids to school, they went to pick up the next group of people from the dormitories, right? Yeah. And then they, they said like, can you just give me five minutes? I just want to make a quick phone call to my kids. And the guys were like, yeah, 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 I mean, no, you should. No worries, man. Yeah. And so she so went sweet. to the next nearest coffee shop. She made a phone call. But again, they did not pick up. And oh, at this no. point, she's really worried. Because, like, this is the time that they wake up for school every day. And this yeah. is something that they do every single day without fail. Yeah. And so she was worried and she phoned her next door neighbor. Uh-huh. And her neighbor was like, um, yeah, mailing. why are you calling me? It's early. Then she's yeah. like, yeah, I know, I'm sorry, but, like, my kids aren't picking up. Can you just um, wake them up for school? And the neighbor was like, what? Wake them up? The fact that she's hesitant and confused is because this has never happened before. Like, yeah. mailing, Mrs. Tan never had to phone a neighbor for help before because yeah. the kids always wake up. Such responsible kids, I love them. Yeah. And so the neighbor was like, um, uh-huh. okay, so... What do I do? And Mei Ling was like, Mrs. Tan was just like, just go knock on the door, bang the door, yell at the kids. And she's yeah. like, uh, okay. <laughs> and they hung up and, you know, she went she went to the house and she started knocking the door, banging the door, just like yelling, wake up, wake up. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. Oh, no. And so she got annoyed. She went to the market. She, she had to do her daily morning grocery shopping so she went yeah. to the market and she kept like a mental note like okay when i'm heading back home i'll just check on them again yeah but eventually she forgot oh no so the parents they finished their shift and at this point right it was 10 a.m when they finished the shift yeah so they that's a lot of time mm-hmm. they rushed back home they literally ran home opened the gates opened the door and they bust through and they went to the room the kids weren't there the bits were all there but the kids weren't there and so they were like kids where are you where are you they went to see the hall they went to see the other room and they went to the kitchen and finally to the kitchen toilet the mom went in saw the scene she stumbled back and she fell she she was just in shock and the dad was like what's up what's up what's happening he came he saw the bathroom he too stumbled back in just shock. Oh no. I'm scared what happened. <clears throat> so they called the police, right? And the police got down immediately. And these police officers, they're experienced. They work for many years in the force. They've seen crime scenes. Like, yeah. But when they came to this crime scene, grown men, policemen, okay? Yeah. They flinched at the sight of the crime scene. Oh no. Is that there? The four kids bloody like completely butchered stacked on top of one and other oh no it was just a pile of the four kids no why like why why they don't deserve this and at this point of the research i had to stop and just the fact that this remains unsolved yeah exactly what the hell (coughs) it scared me I mean, it doesn't give can. justice to the to the family and the kids. The fact that but the it murder gets was a never bit weird. Caught. Okay, it gets a bit weird. Okay. So the police um looked everywhere, searched everywhere. You know, did a complete like sweep of the whole house. Yeah. And there was no 
evidence at all. There was just a speck of blood at the sink, but the blood was the kid's blood. Oh no. And that's it, nothing. There was no like um like the apartment was the flat was almost like nothing happened. There were no toys down, there were no books, there were no like um how do I there say There was it? no like evidence of a struggle or a yeah, fight. Yeah, there was no evidence of struggle. There was yeah. no blood around, which means that the killer had time to clean the place. Yeah. Clean the blood, clean the blood splatters. Yeah. And when the police took a look at the door, right, there were no signs of forced entry. Mm. They didn't try to break through the door. They didn't try to do anything, which means two things. The killer had a key or the killer is someone that the family knows because when he knocked the door, the kid opened, peeped through the window. There's a window yeah. at the side of the door. Yeah. So he usually just opens the window, peeps out. Yeah. They saw the face. They saw that it's a familiar face and they opened the door to let the killer in. Yeah. Which okay. is even more creepier because it narrows it down to a familiar face. Yeah, definitely. Which is the creepiest part because like, how is this not triggering our trust issues right now? Yeah. And so uh, over a hundred neighbours were interviewed. Everyone was called up to the police station and it was such a exhausting interrogation session. Uh-huh. According to the neighbours, they were grilled like really badly because there were no evidence. And how can it be that no one saw anything? Yeah. And a grandmother who always sits by the corridor, she yeah. always sits there. Like every day she's just sitting there doing nothing. Yeah. On this particular day, she was quote-unquote washing her hair so sus- that's so suspicious that's, how does it make you feel it hurts it me. honestly makes me feel like this wasn't the act of one neighbor you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it feels like a lot of people agree that okay we were like you know not like yeah. like someone told the grandma like like to do go do something else like either she was part of it or you know they like told her like like, they delayed her, I guess, you know, delayed. Okay. So, here's the thing, right? So, the police asked Mr. and Mrs. Tan, like, do you have absolutely any enemies? Yeah. You know? And they just insisted, they were so adamant that they had absolutely no enemies at all. Yeah. And here comes the worst of the worst of the worst, right? Mm-hmm. Two weeks later, yeah, they got a Chinese New Year card. Uh-huh. This is creepy, okay? And in the card, it said, Achai and Aing, which is nicknames that Mr. and Mrs. Tan are called by, uh-huh. that only like relatives, close friends call them Achai and Aing. In the card, it wrote, Now you can have no more offspring. Ha, ha, ha. Sign the assassin. Oh no. And after having their last daughter girl, right, Mrs. Tan actually went to get sterilized so that they won't reproduce anymore. Yeah. And this is not the kind of thing that you go around telling just anyone. Yeah, exactly. This is the kind of thing you tell your close friends, your family. Yeah. I don't even think your neighbor you would tell such a thing, you know? Yeah. So, this is so creepy, right? Yeah. My heart dropped when I when I read this yeah so so clearly the police so upset yeah the police narrowed the suspects further yeah to literally a close friend and a relative 
Uh-huh. And I still feel like it could have been the neighbor, you know, because she's like, okay, any of the neighbors, I know it's like weird to tell your neighbor that you got sterilized, but you know how you just talk to your neighbors casually under the block? Like, I feel like it's pretty normal or like, you know, it makes sense to say like, oh, you know, I'm thinking of getting sterilized soon, you know, I don't want any more kids, four is enough, oh, they're so hectic, mm-hmm. kind of thing, you know, just like a friendly chat with another female mm-hmm. neighbor. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, clearly, this is a revenge motive. Yeah. Because such a gruesome murder. Yeah. Four kids, innocent kids. Who did nothing. Yeah, so it's definitely brought off by hatred. And revenge, yeah. right? They wanted revenge for something. The police were sure of this. Yeah. And it was also very well planned because there was no evidence and yeah. no um, witnesses. Yeah. And the police, really, they couldn't do anything at this point because they had no leads, no clues, nothing. Yeah. And so they came to the media and they said, like, hey, this happened, like, someone, can you please, like, help us you know if you saw anything let us know any small thing would be really good yeah and so a taxi uncle he uh-huh. he called the police and he said that hey i think i might have something mm-hmm. and they brought him in and they asked him like okay why why do you think you have something and he said that at 8 a.m on the day of the murder yeah i picked up a passenger at kalang baru Mm-hmm. Who was wearing blood-stained clothes and had a knife with him? Lamar, what? Yeah, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, was he not concerned that this guy was just bloody with a knife? Yeah, and so the police took down all of the descriptions of this man. Yeah, and they went to give this description over to Mr. Tan, and Mr. Tan was like, "What? No, cannot be. I know this guy. He's just our neighbor. He lives like two two flats down." Uh-huh. And he comes to our house every day to use the phone. He's 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 like the kids call him uncle. And sorry, I'm just like speechless at this point. Like like it what what? Like if you could put in so much effort to make everything so well planned out, why are you just boarding a taxi with blood stained clothes and a weapon? And that's just making me question why it's unsolved even more. Who is this guy? And so the police um, brought him into custody and put him in the lineup, and the taxi uncle correctly chose him. Mm-hmm. And so they started an excruciating long interrogation with him. But they let him go because there was not enough evidence. I'm sorry, what? Like. Bro. Okay, fine, there's no evidence to tie him to the murder, but what is he doing with a blood-stained shirt and a knife at 8am? That is what I want to know. Yeah, exactly. What could you possibly be doing? Right? And why aren't the police concerned? Right? Maybe they just like, I don't even know, like I feel like that's sufficient evidence already. Like you see in our past cases, the fact that a page of newspaper is missing yeah. is enough, is considered evidence. Yeah. Like, oh, this page of the newspaper is missing, they don't have an explanation for yeah. it. That's evidence. But it's all of a sudden, boarding a taxi at 8am in yeah. bloodstained clothes and a knife is yeah. not considered evidence. So, what the police say is that it's because the blood didn't match any of the kids. The next suspect, right, isn't really a suspect to the police at all. It's actually a rumour. Uh-huh. A rumor that their real uncle did it. The kid's real uncle. So we have neighbor uncle and real uncle. Uh-huh. Why is this such a popular rumor, right? I went on to Reddit and I started digging. Uh-huh. And so it says that this uncle 
um, us usually gets Mr. and Mrs. Tan to buy 4D for him. So he gives like a number and then the Mr. and Mrs. Tan um, go and get the 4D for that number. So on this particular day, right, the uncle gave four digits and that digit was yeah. actually the winning numbers. Oh, wow. And so they will get a big prize of $20,000. And when the uncle went to their house to claim the money, Mr. and Mrs. Tan said that, what? Oh no, we forgot to buy that day. And so mm. the uncle was like, oh, of all the days, when my mm. number wins, you forget to buy. Like, how convenient is that? You just give me my money. Yeah. You know, just give me my money. Yeah. And Mr. and Mrs. Tan was like, no, we really forgot to buy. We're so sorry. We don't have the money. If we had the money, do you think we'd be living like this right now? Yeah. You know? And so he just didn't believe. And conveniently enough, a, a while later, Mr. and Mrs. Tan purchased a mini school bus for their transport business. And so this just like made him more suspicious. Yeah. It's obviously possible that they... It's possible. It's possible that they just saved up for a long time. But this is a theory, by the way. Yeah. It's just a rumor. Yeah. But maybe. Yeah, it's possible. It's possible, right? And so he went to the house and he threatened them many times and... And now comes a million dollar question, right? Okay, then why didn't Mr. and Mrs. Tan say that he might be a possible suspect? Because the police kept asking them, do you have enemies? Do you know anyone who could have done this? And they didn't mention the uncle at all. Why? Do you think it's because they actually did take the money and they were worried that but something would happen if th- they said, you know? But that doesn't matter what. Murder is nowhere near... Okay, that's true. That's very true. <laughs> okay, so the reason... Re- so... One of the possible theories I read on the internet is that um, the mom and dad, they were actually dabbling in some drugs involvement. They had some drug involvement uh-huh. and the uncle knew about it. Uh-huh. And so if they come forth to the police and say that the uncle is the one who did it, then the uncle already losing everything will drag yeah. them down with them. And drug involvement in Singapore, like now and then is just like one of the biggest hugest offences ever and the punishments are just yeah it really really is really bad yeah so they didn't want to be you know yeah dragged down as well and they were scared and why did do you think the uncle threatened them who the uncle after the murder was done do Mm -hmm. you think the uncle threatened them even more like you know say it's me and I'll maybe all this. maybe it's very possible. And right? now do you know why none of the neighbors, even if they witness something, they didn't come forth to the police because the uncle is actually in a gang. Oh. And everyone is scared of snitching, and that's why the grandma, who's always there, every was conveniently day, washing her hair. Conveniently washing her hair because they're scared of snitching yeah. on a gang member. Yeah. They're scared. Yeah. The police so can't really theory, protect you yeah. from a gang because a gang really has a lot of members and you don't really know who they are anyway. Scary. And also killing four kids which yeah. shows that they're merciless and their family might end yeah. up the same way. Yeah. So that is a theory which I thought maybe, you know, maybe. Yeah. Maybe they... So that's really scary by the way. Yeah. Another possible theory, right, is that a lot of people believe that the parents actually knew exactly who did it because it's impossible for them to get in the house yeah. without a key or without the kids letting them in. Yeah. So the parents know who they did. Mm. Because the kids were comfortable with them. Yeah. yeah okay, true. let me tell you why, okay? Let okay. me tell you why I think the parents... Why um, people in the internet 
conspiracy theory that the mm. parents know, okay? So, from the police point of view, right, this is the murder, okay? Yeah. So, after getting all of the evidence and um, looking at the body of the kids, mm-hmm. this is what they got. Two men came to the house, knocked the door. The eldest kid peeped out the window, saw that it was a familiar face, opened the door to them. Mm. And then, they were all hanging out in the hall, four kids and one man, while another man was at the kitchen toilet. Mm-hmm. And so, the kids were probably um, distracted by something. So, maybe the man was showing them a toy, playing with them, yeah. or like, you know. But they were really comfortable and they were having fun. Yeah. And so, the other man brought one kid to the kitchen toilet and he did the deed, covering their mouth. Yeah. Because there were no screaming, there was no shouting, there yeah. were no um, signs of any um, struggle. Yeah. If they screamed or they shouted, the neighbours would have been alerted immediately. Yeah. And they would have called the police, definitely. Yeah. And there was none of that, right? Yeah. So, the kids trusted these men, okay? And so, once the man was done with one kid, he put it in the toilet, put the kid in the toilet, mm. and went to get the other kid. And so, that's how it went one by one. Mm. And after they did the deed, they had time to stay and clean up thoroughly the blood on the, the blood splatters on the floor and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And that is what the police think happened. And so it's very well carefully planned. They know exactly what time the mom goes to work and what time they come back home. Yeah. And they know like the neighbours and they know everything. Mm. Yeah. And so it's very likely that the parents know because the kids know them. Mm -hmm. The kids let them in. And the kids are comfortable with them. Mm -hmm. So internet people think that they know, but they just don't want to say who it is because of the consequences that they will face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Which just sucks. It's yeah. so messed up. It's so scary. Yeah. And one of the theory, possible theory, that Mr. Tan actually brought up to the police was that their key was lost a few months ago, but the police brushed it off entirely because it's impossible to find one flat in Singapore with the same key. Yeah. <laughs> because that's just... Yeah. It's like a needle in a haystack. It's yeah. just impossible. Mm. Yeah. You know, in total, right, the kids had about 20 slashes and stabs all to their face and head. Oh my god. 20 each, you know. And the oldest boy, yeah. his arm was almost severed off because he oh was no. actually picking a fight. You know, he wanted yeah. to like sh- fight back with them. Yeah. Yeah. This is crazy. I just think that maybe the neighbor boy, the neighbor uncle and the mm. real uncle work together in this. Yeah. Maybe the real uncle used the neighbor guy uncle as a decoy, like he wear this shirt, hold this knife and take a taxi to like yeah. throw them off the rails. Yeah. Or he asked for his help. Yeah. I don't know, but all I know is that it's so messed up because I feel like they know who did the murder but they yeah. just can't catch the person due to lack of evidence so this is yeah. almost the perfect murder yeah yeah but this is really like pure evil because it's for innocent kids yeah and like it's so hateful it's just like so disgusting to even think that someone would want to do this to kids yeah yeah it's really scary when I, I when I search the internet on this case, right? Yeah. People keep saying like at night they can hear the kids playing in the playground and running around the house. Oh my god. Oh my god, god my voice oh correct. No. <laughs> That's so scary. I don't know. I don't yeah. even want to get into the ghost topics, but 
That's what I saw on the internet lah. Uh, I don't like it. And another creepy thing is that all the kids passed away with their eyes wide open. Oh no. Yeah. Just that whole scene is just... You don't even want to think about it. Yeah. The youngest boy actually had hair in his hand. But it ended Aww. up being his own hair, which is so weird. Like, why would he have his own hair in his hand? I feel like maybe in the fight, the 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 killer ripped out his hair by accident because you know he was putting up a mm-hmm. fight, and then you know after that he just put it back in his hand, which is crazy. Yeah. So people were saying that maybe it could have been that in that time the DNA forensic start testing weren't as advanced as now, so they yeah. couldn't properly identify the hair samples. Possible. I just think that the whole Mandarin. Chinese New Year letter was really like an icing on top of the cake for the murderers. Yeah. But nevertheless, the mom went to reverse her sterilization. Oh, you can do that? Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. And so they had another kid uh-huh. and they just continued living their life mm. with that one kid. Yeah. Some sources in the internet say that they moved out. Some say that they stayed in that same flat. Oh, but yeah, I don't know which is it. But I hope it's the one that they moved away because I can't imagine living there. Yeah, exactly. With those neighbors who didn't want to come forth and help. Rest in peace, all the four kids. I mean, they didn't deserve kids. to die like that. I hate it when it's like that, you know, because they they really didn't deserve. They didn't do anything bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. and I'm I'm pretty sure the family must have real trust issues right now. Yeah, it's so uneasy that it's an unsolved case. Yeah. But that's it for today. Sorry, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Let us know in the comments. Hope you can sleep at night today. Yeah. Let us know in the comments what you think happened. Like, what theory do you believe more in? Yeah. I think I think it's the uncle, the rumor. Yeah, I really think it's the, the uncle one too. And I feel like he did work with the neighbors or threatened yeah, them I in think some that way. They work together. Yeah, I don't think it's a one-man thing. I feel like, you know... He had his gang to help or something, you know, to attend the neighbors. Yeah. So, that's it, you guys. Thanks so much for listening. See you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.